0: Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show where four guys get together, talk about sports, wh- what happened last week, and what happened in the week ahead. Um, hey, I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular buddies, Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meiniger just north of Atlanta and coming Georgia, and Shea Brewer up in Portland, Oregon.
1: Let's start with you, Bill, as always. How was your week? Uh, yeah. Good, good, good weekend. I uh, played golf, shot an 84 you know, which now Sean used to be a good score. Now it's a bad score. That that feels good, and uh, and uh, and sweated my ass off. Uh, by the second tee box, I was drenched in sweat. It was one of those kinds of days it's in Florida. Hot,
0: morning. humid mornings where the, feel the steam
1: oh. feel the steam coming out of the out of the ground. 83 degrees at seven 15 when we teed off, and uh, it only got worse. Low low 90s by the time we finished.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, but, no, it's, it's one of those rounds where when you go in after the round, you have that quick beer in the in the clubhouse, you cool down, and then you sweat going to the restaurant, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah. And it's uh and I'm I walk, I'm still pushing a cart and walking. So it uh it was a rough week. And then I uh, then finally, uh I gotta mention this. It was uh St. Pete Pride uh was this weekend. So we had a a parade with over two hundred and fifty thousand people jammed in wow. our little town. And then Sunday was a uh a festival with another 70,000 people attending. So that was a lot of fun. Cindy worked both events cause you know, her company does is heavily involved with the community. And, and so we had a great time at that as well. So it was a busy, busy weekend, uh, for you step counters, 49,000 steps, 27 wow. miles this weekend. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: wow, That's a good day, man. That's a good day. And Todd, how about you, bud? Uh, two words for you, uh, Bill: gold bond right that, yeah. that powder that's a good <laughs> stuff man. Uh, no. or, or, or monkey butt <laughs> i'm not familiar with that one well you have to that what, me. what? That's, yeah. that's a
0: brand that's a brand uh powder all right all right i believe uh, you
2: no good week sean um good weekend a lot of uh, uh sports watching um not a lot of playing lately i, I gotta get, get out and, and play some more tennis um been a little bit of a lull there but uh no overall good weekend um looking forward to a great week uh Weather is good. It's, it's not as hot as it normally is in Atlanta, but that is quickly turning. Um, we've, the reprieve is over. So it's, it's starting to get brittle, uh, here in, here in Atlanta.
0: Awesome. And Shay, how about you, bud? What's going on out in the Pacific Northwest? Weather's still good. Still lots of festivals and activities going on. The brewery's still making beer out there.
3: Yeah. Summers are amazing. So you speak of beer, we've gotten away from what we're drinking here. Mm-hmm. I got a little break side. It's my favorite man. Stay West. They're out, uh, they're just, uh, just south of Portland down in Milwaukee well the milwaukee area of portland but uh breakside brewery they make a, a great ipa stay west my friend stay west
1: love it <laughs>
2: not not go west stay west
1: right. i didn't listen i'm I didn't already listen, here you I? just
2: gotta stay here now yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's <laughs> i was born in san diego and did not take that advice
2: <laughs> <laughs> so is that a uh, is that a traditional west coast ipa what kind of what kind of ipa is that shay
3: it is it is a west coast ipa a little citrus notes to it um not too heavy on it though um it's actually the right median for me me it's a between happiness and you get your your citrus fruits in it it's the perfect blend for me um you guys got to try it man we got to do a stare down west coast edition we got to get all you guys out here (laughs) we'd
2: love to (laughs) west west side (laughs) good well
0: well for me i'm drinking a uh, a land grant massive juicy pale ale and i was telling the guys before we went on the air it's a collaboration with our columbus crew team uh so it's, it's the beer of the columbus crew they serve this at the games um it's got the kind of the Columbus Crew SC flag on it. Um, Bill, I saw you were drinking a, a good old fashioned
1: Miller Lite. Right? I'm gonna show it off a little bit because it's not just a Miller Lite, <laughs> but it's in the original Steiny bottle. That, yeah, there you a, go. That's old school right there, Shay. Stubby you, ever stubby. Had, you ever had one of these, Shay?
2: Oh yeah. I have. I have. <laughs> okay, good.
0: <laughs> yeah. We used to drink those in the fraternity house, the Stubby bottles. That was, that was a big deal,
2: right? Yeah, we did. Michelob bottles were also cool. Uh, Cherry Street Brewing, it's a double dry hopped Step Razor. Uh, good, good little IPA locally here.
0: Well, we are recording on a Monday afternoon because we all had a busy weekend and it was just activity-driven. So let's jump right into the sports, guys, and, and talk about what's going on. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with today's soccer, uh, Todd. We're, why don't you kind of catch us up on the Women's World Cup? I know it's it's rare that we start with that, but it, it is kind of the the big event of the of the weekend and of the of the week ahead. It's taking place in France, and we are down to the elite eight, I believe. Is that
2: right? Um, not quite yet, but yes. Uh, quarterfinals are, are forthcoming. They're out of group stage and they're into the what they call knockout round. Um, USA, uh, who pretty much rolled through their group. Um, you know, we we talked about Thailand, the thirteen nothing. Then they beat China, and I forgot the thirteen they beat pretty pretty Sweden. easily. But they. Sweden. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so they had a little trouble today. They uh, they won two to one. Um, but uh, played Spain, they, right? They played Spain. You're correct. And their two goals were on penalty kicks. Um, the second penalty kick, uh, VAR determined. Um, up, I'm sorry, VAR, VAR upheld the penalty, and I, I really didn't see how they could possibly uphold that. That uh, I thought it was a really fortunate call for the United States. I still don't see um, where the contact was made. Um, she was going away from the goal. It, it wasn't a shot. She fell about three steps after the alleged contact was made.
1: Oh, a step and a half. Easy, Sean. That's, odd. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you two. Wouldn't you say, though, that that, uh, that this is being a little slightly tongue-in-cheek, the fact that she didn't flop around like a dead fish afterwards. I mean, she got up. She got tripped and got right back
2: up. Well, Alex Morgan it makes, uh, it, uh, makes
1: it look like you don't do that.
2: Yeah, Alex Morgan took care of that today. She was on the ground about fifteen times. Right, right. (laughs) but um, so and again, it is what it is. But I think my frustration with with VAR is um, and explain what that is, Todd, for the people that don't know. So it's video review. Basically, it's replay, right? Okay. So the the two huge complaints I have about VAR, uh, the video, I don't know what it stands for, video something review, um, is one is it's still up to the official to make a judgment call. Um, they're running over kind of like in football, they get to the big screen TV and they're allowed to be um, influenced by the people upstairs, but the ultimate decision still lies with the referee. But what I don't like about it is calls that weren't calls, the game can be stopped and they can review non calls and turn them into penalties, which drives me absolutely crazy. Um, There's been many a time where, oh, we think that was a handball, you know, so let's stop play and and go take a look. I I guess it would be a little better if they're making calls in review, but it slows the game down. Um, I think there's two calls this week that were completely wrong, including today. Um, One was in the France French game yesterday. Right, there
0: was a couple that got turned over. The Brazil some 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 offsides, right? Where there was
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, it's pretty well known. I'm not a big fan of replay. Uh, but USA, uh, maybe this isn't a wake-up call because they've been dominating, but they had one soft penalty hit goal, and the goal they gave away was a blunder. Mm-hmm. It was a defensive blunder. The keeper kind of made a, a misstep, and the defense didn't help her out. So anyway, USA advance. Um, France, USA, and I think Norway are probably the top three teams in contention right now with um, some other quarterfinals to be decided.
1: So USA plays France next. That's going to be a huge. On Friday,
2: match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They say they say that should determine the winner, but you know you got to play them all out, right? Um, and again, Nor- Norway's looking strong, so so we'll see. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So let's uh, let's keep our attention on the other side. Bill, we have the Wimbledon coming up um, on the other side of the pond, uh, and you're getting ready to head head over that, aren't you? You're going to be uh, attending it in person.
1: I'll be, uh, I'll be the first two days. Monday and Tuesday will be at Wimbledon. That's um, like Cindy's perfect storm of tennis because
2: There's every, of, everyone's, everyone's playing. <laughs> playing. Everyone's
1: playing. Everyone's playing in those two days. So she'll get a chance to visit a lot of practice courts, a lot of the off courts. Um, me, I'll be trying to secure a couple seats in a in center court or court one or two, because I sit there and wait for the tennis to come to me, and then I hook up with Cindy every three or four hours <laughs> while she's <laughs> while she's out doing her thing. So, um, because she's such a fan and really knows so many so many more players than I do. So, uh, but yeah, we're super excited. Uh, it's our first trip to London. Um, you know, we've, we're going to be traveling up, traveling up super close to Liverpool. Todd, I'm. Depending on timing, I might make it over to Enfield just to look at it and take pictures in front of it for you. So
2: that's uh, that's Do a possibility.
1: <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. yeah so weather's,
2: weather's looking good, Bill. I just looked out. Uh, high of 68, and it looks partly cloudy with, with a sunball. So that's good.
1: Yeah. The only rain we got is coming towards the end of the week, and we don't care. That's fine. We just yeah. don't want it to rain Monday or Tuesday. So that's right. That's um, right. Yeah. And then um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're going to a play at the West End. We're going up to see the Chatsworth House, Chatsworth House up, uh, Chatsworth House up in the the center of the country where they film Pride and Prejudice. Um, a lot of stuff that checks a bunch of boxes off Cindy's bucket list, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Who, who are the as favorites? Far as tennis, yeah, I'd say Djokovic is definitely. I mean, I know um, you, just, you know I know Nadal's coming off the victory, but grass ain't his surface, um, and just going off the way Nadal played on clay, which was horrible before he won the French, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Joker wins Wimbledon over Roger. Um, wow. Just an age difference there, right? And uh, I think Djokovic is playing good tennis, you know, clay's not his surface. So um, that's my pick on that side. I'll tell you what, on the uh, women's side, this Ash Barty out of, out of Australia has just come out of nowhere. I mean, do you know her story, Sean? She left, I don't. She left professional tennis to go play cricket professionally for a couple of years. Wow! And then came back to tennis and won the French Open. So, hmm. yeah, um, she's pretty amazing. She's a fireplug, all kinds of um, you know, piss and vinegar. Uh, that's I think that's British. And so she's gonna be <laughs> she'll 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 be a lot of fun to watch. But obviously, I, you know, me I'm a homer for the for the Americans. I'll be pulling for Serena to get number twenty four. We'll see if she can do it. So.
0: Very cool. Uh, one story that will segue us to one other part of overseas uh, in in Europe. Chez Che Revi, Chez Chez, 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 oh, Chez. Chez. Uh, he won Chez. his first. He won his first victory at the uh, Travelers and, and um, had an amazing Saturday where he just kind of distanced himself from the field, gave himself some breathing room, shot a twenty eight on the back nine, Bill. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he ends up beating uh, Keegan Bradley for his first tour
2: victory. But the, no. the, reason, I, the reason I quickly bring up golf. It's a to second tour victory, Sean. He was 11 years in between victories. Right. Oh, that's right. First victory by in the 11 way, years. I had,
1: a, I had a 28 on the back nine, too. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs>
2: After how many <me> holes? Seven? <laughs> I don't know. But
0: the reason I bring that up is, um, guys, we're only three weeks away from the last and final major of the year, and that's, that's the British weird. Open. That is um, weird, right? It just seems like it's coming up upon us really quickly.
1: Well, it um, is. It is. Well, there's nothing in August for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Well,
0: there's you know there's the WGC in, in uh, the, f- the week after the British Open, and that's for right. the of the open championship as it's called now. Um, and then, and then they're, they're really, you know, the, the, the playoff FedEx. will be done before September.
1: Well, they got it. Uh, you like, they, they were getting their ass handed to by football, right? Year yeah. after year, after year and not this yeah. year, they'll be done before football starts, which is yeah. great. Good. Yeah. Good for all of us that like both.
0: Yeah, they be a, a nice segue. Um, let's hit baseball and then, then let's get Shay. uh,
1: is Shea still here, Shea? On, Shea Brewer, Can um, I,
0: are you there? She, he's just warming up his, his vocal cords because he's got so much NBA draft.
2: He's and on the high speed. Agency.
1: He, he's on the high speed sports wire, pulling down more <laughs> more Shea bombs right now.
2: Exactly. <laughs> he's getting work done, doing laundry. He's he's fine. Okay, all right, all right. So, Bill, uh, a, a team that's going to be playing over in
0: uh, England when you're there, uh, yeah. the Red Sox and the Yankees uh, start a series. Um, I think they start it later this week. Right. And then they're there. Uh, They're
1: just playing Saturday and Sunday in in London. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, Yankees have a four and a half game lead. Uh, Minnesota's up eight in the central Mm -hmm. Houston, even though they, they've only won three out of the last 10, they went on a six game losing streak. They still have a six and a half game lead in the West. Yeah. Um, You know, so your American league, you know, your, your, your rays were there for a while um and just just had a bad kind of last 10 days well uh, got swept
1: yankees. got swept by the yankees yeah they're there they went into yeah. yankee stadium down a half game and came out of there three and a half down and when you do that that's never good and then you got the yankees yeah. getting all their guns back i mean judge is back gregorius is coming back all their players are coming back and uh, it's not looking t- good
0: tonight's okay. game they're, they're they're trying to tie the record for 27 games in a row
2: with at least one home run oh. uh, they hit are those are x-rays
1: are we talking about the x-rays oh that is one of the mo- or, 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 i think the most popular name in the paper down here is the betrayals, betrayals. <laughs>
0: right. are, are they printing it in french now too because they're going to be playing in montreal yeah, yeah we walk around
1: <laughs> and um yeah that that's funny you bring that up todd because our our mayor here just said uh no it's a negotiation tactic forget it. it'll never happen Not only is it in a different country, but a different currency, a different language. It just couldn't get worse. 1,500 miles away? Are you kidding me? So they just, you know, if I had to bet money, my money on anything, the the Tampa Bay Rays will not be playing in St. Petersburg in 2028. But until 2027, they're here. So I'll take advantage of it.
0: Interesting. Mm. Uh, Over on the western side, or not the western side, the national side, um,
1: the 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 senior, I, circuit, the I senior still, circuit.
0: the senior circuit. Yeah, I still sometimes you know remember the Braves used to be in the AL West or NL West. <laughs> NLS,
2: yeah. NL, NL West, Houston. yeah. NL West.
0: Yeah. Um. So, Todd, your Braves quickly a quiet six and a half game lead. Shay, your yes. your your team. I don't know if you got a chance to ever see them, but um, doing some doing some good
2: work um there.
1: Some young kids kicking ass is what that is.
2: Yeah. So, Again, fun to to watch. Freddie's having – they have, they're having a lot of career years, right, it seems. Um, and that's usually a good recipe for success. Um, but Freddie's doing great. The kid, Austin Riley, is just still performing. Um, but, God, a big coup is they got uh, Dallas Keuchel. Um he, he got a loss in his first game. I think they lost 4-3. But you can tell once he kind of knocks some of the rust off um, – that's just going to improve the, the starting. He'll be such a good leader out in that bullpen and in the, in the dugout, you know, haven't been there and done that. And McCann uh, caught him in Houston. So it's, you know, this is uh it's a nice slide in and um, you know, having that McCann as your buffer there, I don't think there's going to be too many awkward getting to know you days. I think he's going to fit right in. So yep. pretty excited about the squad for sure. In the central uh,
0: Cubs are in the lead by half game over Milwaukee, but uh, don't look now, but the Cardinals are just two games back. So that, that'll be the, that'll be kind of the division to watch. Um, and then out West, gosh, Dodgers 13, 13 games up, Absolutely. um, three games in a row. Now back to back to back games, won by a rookie walk-off, uh, first never team. happened,
1: never that happened, never happened.
0: Uh, yeah. just amazing that they're getting such production from their youth, um, yeah. while having just a perfect blend of, of, you know, some long in the tooth veterans and some <laughs> great pitching stuff.
1: For everybody okay. on the show, for everybody on the show, how cool was the, uh, uh, Albert Pujol's reception back in St. Louis after yeah. seven years since it's, I can't believe it's been that long.
0: Yeah it, yeah. it seemed it seemed weird that that was the first time he'd been back just, but with the rotation of the yeah. games in the interleague,
1: you know, the, yeah. interleague
0: mm-hmm. um, it was really cool. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I threw a tweet out, uh, which Todd, you know, challenged me on, but I just thought what Yadier Molina did was, was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, I said the coolest thing a catcher's done in front of home plate since Carlton Fisk waved the ball, you know, waved the ball fair and, in in Fenway, but I just thought it was a, a neat moment. Um, you know, the, clearly they're best, you know, they're, they're really good friends. Um, but I just love that. And then when, when did you see when Pujols hit the home run? Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Stown the-, <laughs> the
0: curtain call the for, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. for the visiting player. Just, you just don't see that a lot. So, uh, you know, know is
2: awesome. any other
0: stories, Bill, that you've been kind of keeping your eye on the reds. I think have won seven in a row. Um,
1: yeah, they're playing well. I, no, not really. Um, yeah, I think it's the runaways that are just, you know, shocking. I, I can't believe that uh, no one in the West could, could kind of keep a little pace with the Dodgers. Um, I mean, 13 games up coming in July. You know, July 4th has kind of always been the benchmark. You know, when you are you got a lead in July 4th, you're feeling pretty good about your team. But when you're double digits down July 4th, you're done. I mean, yeah. it's really tough. Unless you're the uh, 68 California Angels. I'm trying to think of some of those other teams that did it. You know, Astros, Phillies, came back a huge Astros. Astros did it, yeah, yeah. But it's it's pretty rare. So,
3: yeah. it shocking. that. I don't ever remember baseball being like this outside of the NL East and the, the, uh, excuse me, not the NL, the, uh, the NL central and the AL East. Everything's like six, seven games apart. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not even all-star break yet. This is a little weird. It's, it's, it's kind of well, set in stone. for Well, Shay,
1: when you were a young and when you were a little guy back in Atlanta, back when there were just two divisions, <laughs> there was <just> American <laughs> yeah. league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they'd be runaways and it uh, would just be over early but yeah you're right in this day and age the, the good thing is if you look at the uh, wild card you know matchups yeah. in your daily local sports paper you know that thing that's printed on paper if you look at that yeah, there's about five five teams <laughs> yeah, that, it's battling fun. For that. it's fun because you got at least something that you know the, and the rays are leading the wild card right now so we've got we got that going for us so,
2: you know, go. baseball's been going around since so what 1800s right yeah
1: I mean, late 1800s
2: it's amazing you said this record about the three rookie um, walk-off home run. And Freddie Freeman just tied an RBI record. Like he had um, 10 straight games with an RBI. I don't know if it's a team record or a League record. It always amazes me after all the, you know, 100-plus years that these right. records are, are, you know, being broken. It's, it's kind of- I, was at the
0: gym, I was at the gym today, so I just saw it on the scroll up on the TV. But um, did you see the highlights from the um, Pirates-Padres um, game? Pirates came – first team in Major League history, once again, Todd, since 1886 or whatever. Yeah. First team in Major League history to come back from two, three or more run deficits after the ninth inning. They, they came back and mm. scored not three in the in the ninth to tie it. And then they, they gave up three in the 11th and scored four in the bottom of the 11th. Um, wow. You know. Just,
1: c- just, c- kudos on the Jim name drop. That was awesome. So.
0: Yes. <laughs> Get that in there. I had to just – Going to pick something up, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, and and one hey. more quick note before we we get we we take the muzzle off a of Shay um, <laughs> tonight the uh, College World Series kicks off. Uh, you have Vanderbilt, um, number two seeded yeah. team in the tournament versus a kind of a surprising Michigan team, the first Big Ten team to make the College World Series since 1966. <laughs> How about that? So I think Vandy's clearly the favorite, um, just from a
2: uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, class standpoint did you guys see the the Louisville pitcher uh, struck out the guy in the eighth inning and and, and dropped a couple f-bombs to the bandy guys he's walking away and that was a chippy game throughout but I love it that that I love that guy man. got lit up the
2: next <laughs> inning <and> gave, up, <laughs> gave up the gave up the ninth <laughs> inning hits to uh to to send his team home bad karma yeah that was that was I I know nothing I I didn't watch the game I know nothing about that kid he may be a good kid who just lost control but yeah I saw I wasn't upset that you know what happened happened. yeah a lot of people I think
0: most most people on social media were saying like I wasn't rooting for anybody until that now I'm rooting for Vandy and then you know you saw what happened at the end so that 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 kicks off it's obviously best of three uh so tonight uh you know I'm sure there's some stat that shows the team that wins game one uh, goes on to win the college world series you know 80 some percent of the time I'd guess so know. Let's talk NBA, because I think there's been some things going on. Um, it started last week when we when we kind of made the, the – the we didn't break the announcement, but when Anthony uh, Davis went to the Lakers. We had the draft, and we'll let Shay kind of just hit on, uh, on some of the high points. And, and then, boy, there's been just a lot of trades and a lot of other things. Shay, I just saw in your backyard, um, you guys just lost um, Evan Turner, went to the I was gonna say the Braves went to the Hawks and Kent Bazemore mm-hmm. coming out to play with the Blazers. Yes. Why don't you um, why don't we do this? Why don't you why don't you start and recap because you weren't with us last week? Why don't you recap your thoughts on the Anthony Davis and and that whole movement that's gonna have to happen with the with the salary cap there in LA, and then we'll go through the draft and then your thoughts on just all the other movement happening in the offseason?
3: So as the association turns. Uh, the, soap. <laughs> the NBA is clearly a soap opera. Um, today, I'll just touch on the Portland move real quick. Today, um, they traded Evan Turner to the Atlanta Hawks for Kent Bazemore, um, which is one of the more peculiar moves in NBA trade history, being that both of them have expiring contracts and both of them were far overpaid. Uh, you're talking about $18 million for one and $19 million for the other, and neither one of them start. But anyways, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there because I think what it does, it actually sets up um, moves to come, so to speak. Um, when you're dealing with expiring contracts and players that may be of interest to other teams, um, you're setting up trade bait there. So I think that's what that move was all about today. But going back to the whole Anthony Davis trade, um, New Orleans got a lot of stuff. I can't say they got anything just great. I mean, they already had the number one pick, so they actually get the rights to the number four pick, um, which they then turn around and trade to the Atlanta Hawks in exchange for the eight and 17 picks in the draft. It's just a lot of movement there, but it's a lot of stuff. Now, David Griffin, the new GM uh, there in, in New Orleans, what he decides to do with that stuff is another story. Um, Zion's going to be a great fit there in New Orleans. He's already taken, you know, taking roots to the city, and he's on his, he's on his media tour there in New Orleans. But um, they actually drafted a kid with the, with the eight pick, Jackson Hayes out of Texas. Which is very interesting because he's a six ten center out of Texas, but he never started a game for the University of Texas. So that that one kind of that one kind of struck me. Did he know, play overseas kinda... or what was his deal? Was
0: he injured? No,
3: no, 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 no. He's just uh, kind of new to the game of basketball, kind of similar to like a Rui Hachimura uh, situation there. Um, okay. He only played at Texas one year and never started a game, but he has all the physical specimens and he performed well at the combine. So. Yeah, you never know what happens. Maybe it's a project there, but to take him uh, with the number eight pick was, uh, was a little interesting. Um, On the draft, and I'm not just saying this to be a homer, but the smart teams got smarter and got better, and the not-so-good franchises just did dumb things. <laughs> the right, Phoenix so let's, Suns. Share, the, share how,
0: let's start with the dumb things. What were a couple
3: of the dumb highlights? I have no idea what the Phoenix Suns were doing. So the Phoenix Suns actually have the number six pick. Bill, I'm sorry, I know you love Phoenix, but
1: <laughs> did they pick
2: someone that could have gone in the second round? They like, didn't or? take
1: Bull Bull, did they? I don't think they did. Did they?
3: Okay. So what ahead. they actually did, they um, with the number six pick, they actually traded it to Minnesota mm. in exchange for Sarge, uh, a European veteran, and then they take in uh, the number eleven pick. But the number eleven pick, they take Cameron Johnson, who's. By some, the best shooter in this year's draft, and he's a an North Carolina guy, and I love my Tar Heels. But this guy was a fringe second rounder, and they took right. him with the number 11 pick. So it's just – it's a classic <laughs> Cam- Cameron- move. Cameron
0: Johnson was like a steak and shake, and they're like, hey, man, you're getting a call. He's like, what? <laughs> no
3: getting a call. Say, no, honestly, in- he, he wasn't in the draft. He wasn't in the green room at the draft. He had no plans on being a lottery pick or even going in the first round, so he didn't go to Brooklyn. Hey, so if he's <laughs> your guy yeah. –
1: and he's available you take him you don't
2: <laughs> hey shay who's the north carolina um guy who went like fifth or sixth he's kobe, got the, kobe the big hair, kobe here right? kobe white oh yeah. yeah kobe white kobe he, white he, he uh, him, like, love, was him. love him was Did you interviewed um you know after his draft and, and that's great he's like what like he was shocked he was like,
3: oh my god i can't believe
2: it he was happy for him <laughs> yeah that was funny
3: Yeah, Kobe was a great teammate about it. But, I mean, you could see the the pure excitement and the shock in his face that his teammate went in the the lottery. No one was expecting Phoenix to make that move. I believe
0: believe his quote was, what? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly
2: what (laughs) he said.
3: Yeah, so you look at teams like Phoenix, and uh, you guys know how I feel about Rui. Uh, Rui was drafted, uh, and not even just Rui. Washington just makes some really – weird and bizarre moves the wizards in the first round and it's just it shows you know franchises that haven't had success they make kind of quirky moves and you got to take a chance
2: hey shay who was the um <laughs> i think 20 guys show up in suits the last guy like went like deep 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 in the second round like the 45th pick and i always feel that bad for those guys who are, was it a ball, or, ball? Uh, was it him yeah i think you're right i he think had, he
1: right. had the he had the sparkly black suit on Right? Yes.
2: And he went like 41st or something. Oh, like, that was rough. <laughs> it's just brutal.
3: So, Bo so Bowl is actually the son of the former NBA. Manute Manute Bowl. Yeah. Um, extremely talented kid. Uh, he went to the University of Oregon last year. Uh, came out of Finley Prep in in Vegas. But he suffered a foot injury last year. And with those big guys, I mean, Bo Bowl is. What is he? Bo Bowl's seven foot, Bo- seven Bo- foot two or something Greg like that. Oden go- go- Greg- oh, had a, 208, 208 problems
1: yeah but he's right. only 208 pounds right <laughs> I mean, yeah so you
3: always have to question injuries and how well their body responds to yeah. an injury and i think he went 44 yeah he went 44 uh to miami but they ended up trading the rights to denver which if you guys remember denver made a risky draft pick last year by drafting michael porter jr out of the university of missouri who never played a game yeah. for denver Right. So that may be two years in a row where they have a first, well, they have a, a a draft pick that could have been a lottery pick that didn't actually see the floor in their first year there.
0: Jay, um, let, so let, 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 let me ask you about the number two pick. Ja Morant um, goes to goes to Memphis. Um, now their backcourt is Ja Morant and Michael um, Conley. Is Not exactly. Con, is Conley moving somewhere?
3: So they the, uh, Memphis has already traded the rights of Mike Conley to the Utah Jazz. Oh, okay. So Mike Conley will be in the Utah Jazz pairing up with Devin Mitchell, and they trade Grayson Allen and Jay Crowder to Memphis.
0: And how do you like, how do you like Conley moving to the West? Uh, I know he's already in the West, but how do you like him moving to Utah? Is that a good fit? I think it's a
3: great fit for, for Devin Mitchell. It allows Devin Mitchell to, um, to actually be the scorer that he is, and you got Conley, who's a veteran, who's going to be able to distribute the ball and actually show him the ropes. Uh it makes him one of the, you know, top three or four backcourts in the West, but the West is so crowded, man. It's a lot of great guards in the West. It's a lot what, of great guards in the West.
1: Clue me in on Grayson Allen. What kind of a year did he have at uh, with Utah last year?
3: Uh up and down. He spent a lot of time in the G League. Uh yeah. he he received a, a few minutes with the with the big squad, but a lot of time in the G League. It's one of those situations where you have to to develop your your skills other than just being a shooter, you know. Yeah. And so it'll come with time. I don't think that he is in danger of falling out of the league anytime soon. But you know, J.J. Redick experienced the same sort of things coming out of Duke with his first year in the league. So it'll come with time. That's what uh, chance my dad told
2: me since I can remember. He said anyone and everyone can shoot the NBA. If you're if you're on an NBA roster, you can shoot. So as you, developing the other things is is you know.
1: Unless your name is Ben Simmons. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> Can I just take a minute to talk about the Atlanta Hawks, though? Of course, Atlanta look, at him, Hawks, look
1: at the smile. He's all beaming. Go ahead.
3: They're on the right path. You finally found a team that actually gets it. So you've got Trey Young and John Collins there. But then they trade. They have three picks in the first round, three picks in the second round. So they consolidate those picks, trade them away. And so they take six draft picks and consolidate it into three. And with those three – they had two first-rounders um, where they're the number four pick. They actually drafted DeAndre Hunter out of Virginia. Love you guys, guys remember he, he's Great the one player. that hit the, the shot in the national championship game for Virginia to get the victory there. I think he's a guy that can start immediately, uh, a guy that spent, uh, spent a couple of years in Virginia and under that system there, and he understands how to be a pro. And then you actually draft Cam Reddish, who hmm. a lot of people – forget cam reddish was actually the number he only spent one year at duke but he was the number four recruit out of out of high school just behind zion Mm -hmm. and so you pair a shooter along with trey young and another guy that you can step in and start right away and then they in the second round they take bruno fernando who at maryland was all big ten so, so I mean, they, they take a lot of pieces there that they can move in and start right away. And then even with the Evan Turner move today, I, like I said, I think it sets up other things. I know that they've been on the phone making phone calls trying to bring in a veteran big man there. And um, just some names kind of floating around. It may not be too far out of the question to see Kevin Love in an Atlanta Hawks uniform pretty soon. Wow. So <laughs> things are happening in Atlanta, and I'm Shea excited bombs. about that. <laughs> i, I got to
1: make a sounder that I can hear where it's
3: like, bomb sh- kaboom. <laughs> <boom. boom>. yeah. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll have it next uh, next show,
3: <laughs> for sure. And, 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 and we talk on Portland, too. Uh, we talk about the Bazemore and Evan Turner move. Uh, another reason that Evan Turner was actually uh, able to be moved is because Portland actually made a wonderful draft pick at 25. Another Carolina guy, they draft Nazir Little who we talk about this draft class, and Carolina has a way of, it's the old saying, and it's the Carolina way, you know, and it's the the only player that could stop Michael Jordan in college was his coach. It's that sort of thing. It's the same sort of system. Nazir Little, a lot of people forget Naz, Naz Little was actually the number two ranked recruit in this, in that high school class last year. Number one was R.J. Barrett. Number two was Nas Little. Number three was Zion. And number four was Cam Reddish. So Nas Little went to Carolina and was forced to play in a system that may have limited his athletic ability and maybe even play out of position. But this guy drops to number 25, and he's able to come to Portland as a 6'4 small forward that can really stretch the floor and show his athleticism. And um, I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. When you drop – when you're the number two recruit in your class and you drop to number 25 in the draft, you got a chip on your shoulder. Now. So, so you
0: say, does he become the sixth man that Evan Turner was or does he play on the same, same line with Lillard and McCollum?
3: Uh, I think he's more of a sixth, seventh man. Um, and, and works into
0: a spot in the next two
3: years or so? Exactly. Exactly. There, uh, There's a lot of chemistry here in Portland. I don't think he necessarily jumps in to the starting lineup right away. Um, but I think there's definitely room for him. And like I said, I think there's still a lot of moves to come that we don't see.
0: Okay, so let's talk about some of those moves to come. Um, let's start with the NBA champion Toronto Raptors. Do you see anything happening there with Kawhi? Do you see him going to the Clippers? Do you see him going anywhere? Or is he going to resign in Toronto?
2: That still think, sounds by
3: the way, the NBA champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kawhi stays, but I think you see Danny Green walk.
0: Okay, and Danny Green goes where?
3: Does he uh, go to the Lakers?
0: Does he go to Lakers on a on a really limited contract?
3: I think that's a great possibility. Yeah, I think either LA team is a great possibility for Danny Green.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are forgetting the Clippers. Clippers, I think, have a lot of uh, space, whereas the Lakers don't. Um, so, talk about just let's let's say in, in LA shade, your thoughts on. You know, when Davis gets there with LeBron, they're going to have to move. And there's talk about moving a bunch of people out and then bringing a bunch of, like, minimum contract guys in there and maybe looking for that one kind of diamond in the rough that can be that Danny Green or that somebody that has maybe the the veteran
3: skills. I mean, if you guys look at it, the Lakers only have four players on the contract right now. Right. And
0: and those four people are at $87 million or
3: whatever it is. They are, but I mean, you look at four guys on contract, you have a chance to really construct a roster to play to the strengths of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. But I I like to throw out names that I think could be great fits there. And I think Danny Green's a great fit. Um, You hear names like DeAndre Jordan, Who's kind of the forgotten soul who was in an uh, in LA uniform with the Clippers for a while, and then go to Dallas. And Dallas. So, and so he he, he the plays the role. Of,
0: he plays the role of Tristan Thompson. Uh, he plays that kind of stiff in the middle that that just just gets the minutes, eats eats the minutes,
3: and does what LeBron needs him to do. Yeah, and I think he. I mean, you, you throw a I throw a name out like Patrick Beverly, who this week has come out in in the news, and it doesn't look like the Clippers are going to make an effort to re-sign him, and he wants to stay in LA. He could just, you know, cross the hallway and go over to the to the Lakers, and he's a perfect backup point guard because he can guard multiple positions. He doesn't need to score. He doesn't need the ball in his hands, and he's going to do that dirty work. You got to have a guy that yeah. do the dirty work, you know. Okay,
0: so so you're you're basically rebuilding the Cavs from a few years ago. So he basically takes the role <coughs> of Jr. Smith that got that that fly in the ointment that's kind of the pain in the ass, but he can he can ball. And uh, and play defense. Okay, so so who else? Who else is out there that's gonna? Because LeBron's gonna need somebody. Is LeBron gonna play the point next year, or is he playing two?
3: Uh, you can always bring back Rajon Rondo. You We're gonna, bring
0: gonna
3: bring call back that Rajon a Rondo bomb. For the
2: bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you on that, Bill. You need to work on that, Bill. Good idea. Shay
1: bomb.
2: <laughs> oh that's awfully good that's good we'll work on it well hey remember <laughs> the heat on you had udonis haslam mike miller you had yeah. all those, those yeah just one year veteran max million dollar players right yeah uh, chris
0: chris john uh, chris the Birdman, uh anderson George anderson right? Right?
3: Yeah, Chris Anderson. Yeah, but you take a DeAndre, you take a DeAndre Jordan, you take a a, a Trevor Ariza, a Marquis Morris that may be out there, and then you pair that with a Danny Green or a Patrick Beverly or bring back Rondo, and now you've got pieces as opposed to trying to find the third max level guy to come in. You know, you hear names like Kimba and Kyrie and and those guys, and maybe even Bradley Bill. Those guys. You, you leave the Lakers with no money to fill the rest of their roster. Right. But right. you take guys that'll come in for seven or 8 million and now maybe a veteran minimum here. Now you put together pieces and you actually have a team.
1: Hmm. What, what, you know, with, uh, with golden States issues, talk about the West, you know, just in general.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, I agree. That's a good question. Bill, yeah. Because does Houston just kind of stand pat and just let other people around them kind of either build
2: up or build down. In it the Lakers to 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 win or lose, I would think.
1: Vegas says uh, so.
3: <laughs>
1: With four Vegas, players, Vegas says so. Yeah. Vegas knows
3: all, right? <laughs> but um it's it's wide open and it's win now. You see teams like Utah making a Conley move, right? So it's win now. You hear teams like um a, a big name that's out in the trade market right now, it's Andrew Wiggins. Minnesota's hmm. looking to move Andrew Wiggins. Number and one
0: pick. Number one pick in the NBA draft a few years ago.
3: Yeah, there are a lot of teams that could use Andrew Wiggins' services, and I think a lot of small moves that are setting up to for teams to make a bid for Andrew Wiggins. Um, you, you see teams like Sacramento, who – You know, they have a lot of contract space. They've got a lot of free agents, but they don't have intentions to bring back a Harrison Barnes or a Willie Willie Colley Stein. And you see names like Tobias Harris that may be interested in going to Sacramento. Even Al Horford may be interested in going to Sacramento. So you see teams like that that have salary cap space, your Clippers, your San Antonio has a cap space that can make moves to bring in these big names that, we're not thinking about
1: Shay. Shay,
0: let me just also say to you: Go ahead, throw the bomb out there, Bill, because Shade I
2: bomb. <laughs>
0: Shay, last week you texted me two two it's teams. So I just want to throw out there because it's it's um the two teams with the D's: Denver and Dallas. You you brought up Dallas, and I just thought, are you kidding me? But you seem to think Dallas yeah. might have something
3: cooking. They've got room to bring in one max level free agent. Also, we didn't see Christoph Porzingis last year. Okay, also, so, also Luka Doncic, who could possibly be Rookie of the Year tonight, they pretty much shut him down in the second half of the season. Remember, guys. Right.
0: So Doncic, <laughs> Porzingis, and then who fits that? Who 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 fits in with that big unicorn, the shooting guy? Um, who do they bring in that that kind of is that that perfect fit with that group?
3: You need a wing. You need a you need a wing. You need a wing. You need a three and D guy, and it may not be a big name. It may be two or three guys. It may be a Damari Carroll that that comes in and and fills the three role, and then you may bring another guy off the bench. Um, like I I, I hate to keep throwing out the name, but the Morris twins are out there again. Also, <clears throat> um, you're gonna have a big move in Boston, and it's been kind of I think it leaked today for the first time I saw it today. Um, but Aaron Baines is available as a big that can rebound, um, with Boston losing Baines and Al Horford, Boston's looking to make a trade right now with Oklahoma city to bring in Stephen Adams. Is, bomb. It, <laughs> is,
0: uh, is, um, Horford gone for sure?
3: Not for sure, but
0: it's, uh, it's almost a done and, and where's he going? Because that's nah. a guy that's. I mean, is he a den? Is he a Dallas guy? Is he a guy
3: that could go to Dallas
0: and and take some pressure off Porzingis on the boards?
3: You know, personally, I don't like the fit. I think okay. that Horford's a little on the older side. You know, he's a little long in the suit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Static Bomb.
2: <laughs> and is it does Atlanta have a shot for him, Shay? You think go back to Atlanta or no?
3: I mean, why would you want him? If know. you're Atlanta and you have a young core, why? Because I like want? Al Horford but atlanta's going to be one of the fastest teams in the association next year why yeah. bring in horford who slows it down yeah that's why you're the expert in All
2: right.
0: and then so let, let's let's hit on one other team that we've have neglected and that's the process uh what does philadelphia do do they stand pat are they good with with um
2: do they you trust know.
3: yeah do they trust you, the process you're gonna have to lose a guy I think it's it's virtually impo- – it's mathematically impossible. I'm not going to say impossible, but it's very unlikely to be able to re-sign Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and J.J. Reddick. So you're going to lose at least one of the three, if not two of the three. Okay. And you and have to choose what's more important to you, and I think they're leaning toward the Jimmy Butler route. And mm-hmm. then does
0: that mean Reddick goes to possibly the Nets or is Kyrie going down to the Nets and where's Kemba Walker going? Because he's not staying
3: in Charlotte. Oh, Kimba resigns for sure. In Kimba just did a, yeah, absolutely. He's okay. going to be able. He's he's eligible for a super max. Kimba just did a huge photo shoot just yesterday with Jordan Brand, and mm. you know he has a contract with Jordan Brand. That's also his boss there with the Hornets. Mm. Uh, Kimba yeah. doesn't go anywhere. Super max money. Why does he leave?
1: Does Jimmy yeah. Butler maybe end up in Houston? I heard that this week. Could you imagine? How would he fit in with a uh, with Harden and all that other stuff?
3: Houston, that franchise Bill is amazing. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with Chris Paul? You, you Chris what do you do with him? Go, it, let
1: him they, go play with LeBron. Why does he go you play pay, with LeBron? You paid
3: him too much money. Oh, all right. Damn, he money. just got paid last summer. Like you paid him too much money to move him. It's it's too difficult to move him.
0: Hmm. One more team. I just want to throw out there that uh, does Orlando have anything happen, or are they no? <laughs> it's the closest
1: team to me no
3: <laughs> well well i think orlando has one of the top five most desirable free agents free agents out there and Eric? that's uh no 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 not um um not voodooch uh starts with a V. the uh the big guy i can't his name slips me right now yeah yeah voodooch i think you're right okay yeah voodooch yeah. um he's a great European big. If you guys have ever watched him play, cause not that many people watch Orlando. I'm sorry, (laughs) but um, (laughs) his game is very similar to Joker. Like we talk about Joker because we see a lot of Denver games because they made the playoffs, but his game is very similar to Joker. And it's a lot of teams that would love his service. I don't know if he goes back to Orlando or if he goes somewhere else.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, a lot of things happening. Uh, Shay, give us like one or two predictions that you think is going to happen before our next episode, which is going to be in two weeks. Uh, what's the? Oh big man,
3: we got two weeks. So free agency starts on Sunday.
0: So what's the big move. You think we'll be we'll be looking back at saying, "Wow, I can't believe that, that move."
3: I think uh, I think Kevin Love moves. I think Andrew Wiggins moves. I also think Kyrie goes to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and I see, uh, yeah, I see the New York Knicks pretty much not getting anyone, nor the LA Clippers.
0: So, so the Knicks. The the Cavaliers, the Magic, they, they, they're bottom of the barrel next year. Knicks, wow, the Knicks going to just absolutely you, you're you're thinking the Knicks absolutely get sh-
3: shut out of everybody. I mean they have to fill the they have to fill the money, so they're going to have to put someone in there. But you're not going to get a top tier free agent.
1: There's your Al Horford. It's it's it's, honor, it's ownership <laughs> of the Knicks <laughs> right Yeah, it's yeah. ownership of the
3: Knicks right. Dude's just it's a, ownership. Man. Dolan's yeah. not not the smartest guy. Idiot. Not the nicest guy.
2: Yeah, both. That's a
3: bad
1: combination, right?
3: So,
2: you heard it here first, Sean. Lamar Odom to the Spurs. I'm just gonna make it call. <laughs> uh, that's thank good. That's good.
0: Shea, she, she, awesome job, man, breaking down the uh, the association, as they call it. Um, way more knowledge. I, I'm just glad Bill and I and Todd can throw out a name every once in a while that we've Yeah, heard every
2: heard now and then. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love how he was uh, looking for us for help for the Orlando Magic Senate. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Way, <laughs> you know, we're all like, i'm know. like
0: Shaq, dwight
2: Shaq or dwight howard i, 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 I was gonna
1: say yeah charles barkley is that it no
0: Stanley not. roberts sir
1: charles coming back and <laughs> way?
2: number eight number eight from no. lsu okay so all right let's oh, quickly go around the here, horn. really
1: really quick one last yeah thing. bill please yeah. first of all zion williamson not being a prima donna and just embracing the hell out of new orleans was super freaking refreshing do you agree yeah. Just, he just said, that's my place. I'm oh, in, let's go do something here. I think that's just awesome. So yep. Drew Brees yes, right? yeah. 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 He didn't have to be at some big cities, big market, big, whatever. He's like, I'm owning it. New Orleans, let's go. So that's just cool. cool. Yeah,
0: he's a,
3: he's a country kid. Let's be honest. He's from South Carolina. Like perfect, <laughs> the country town yeah. of South for, Carolina. from years
0: year, for the years to come bill in the Mardi Gras cakes. There'll be a little Zion baby cake. A little
3: Zion, <laughs> a little, little Zion looking
0: baby inside the cake. Yes.
1: those king cakes they make right yeah that's gonna be the zion baby all right gotcha
3: but guys be careful like and and i've talked about it several times on this podcast be very careful with zion he uh he has potential to blow up (laughs) his body type and then being in new orleans with all that good food be very (laughs) careful
1: so as i mentioned sir charles kind of (laughs) big
3: The baby in the in the king cake bean. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue there. Awesome. Shay, what do you got
0: coming up over the next two weeks? And, and just a, a quick announcement. We are we're gonna take a week off with Bill heading over to to Wimbledon. Uh he's our editor in, in, in chief. And um so we're gonna take a week off. It's some summer break here at the Stare Down. So Shay, what's coming up over the next two weeks for you before we reconvene uh at the uh in July?
3: Well, um Next two weeks, I'm actually going to take a little time and kind of spend some time and enjoy Portland. When we reconvene in July, I will actually be – in two weeks, I'll actually be in Las Vegas, Ooh, soccer, mm. shocker, for uh, for NBA Summer League, though. At least it's for Summer League. So I will be around the association. I've got a conference in Vegas. <laughs> I've got a conference in Vegas. But <laughs> – but there'll be a lot of Summer League summer action league, as well. Summer League will be there for two weeks. So I'll get to see a lot of these rookies and uh, a lot of guys fighting for spots on, on teams.
0: Love it. Love it. Todd, what about you, bud? What's coming up in the next couple of weeks for you and in, in the uh, Asa Abloy doors and hardware division?
2: Shay, just free money for you. Um, 20. Uh, do the corners, the streets, just hit it in roulette. Number 20. <laughs> <laughs> 20. I'll give you a yeah, corner streets, up and down, just do it all day long. Wow. Um Wow. Uh be- before you get to me, uh Sean, um, CONCACAF Gold Cup going on. USA plays Panama on Wednesday, trying to win their group. So if you're really bored with baseball, go ahead and, and flip one over to uh I'm I can't even keep it straight uh, face. CONCACAF Gold Cup, I'm saying. So <laughs> um so this week, Sean, um uh, we were having our regional annual sales meeting in Birmingham, Alabama area. Um, gonna play a little golf tomorrow. Um, and Timber Trails Trail. No, it's it's interesting. We were talking um, before the call about uh, you know a golf management. Uh, you know the um, what Ryan's looking to or potentially looking into. Yeah, this is a farm where they actually um study and grow turf right so yeah. every hole has a different turf um you know one hole is zoysia one is bent grass one is this that the other so um it's some farm i can i can send you the, uh, the very board. cool yeah yeah so we're gonna i'm gonna golf tomorrow and then we have our um, our business unit meeting for for the year so that'll take up most of the week and coming back and catching up so um sure. and make then sure. next week will be business as usual make so. sure you get to good people brewing company uh, uh, trim tab is also a good one down there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Enjoy it.
0: Bill, how about you, buddy? I know you're hitting the road. So uh, is the uh, title work going to be left behind to somebody?
1: Yeah. I'm uh, <clears throat> actually going to, for the first time ever, I think, never look at a work email for a week. So
2: nice. wow. yeah. Liberating. Liberating, yeah, it,
1: it will be. I can't wait. And um, tomorrow on the uh, real estate sessions, Sean, we've got uh, Julie Scott, a local lender. And I'm talking about world class quality. You know what I mean when I talk about lenders, right? They're, those are few and far between. Yeah. Uh, so I was really excited to interview her. Uh, she'll be on the show tomorrow, and then and then the real estate sessions takes its summer break for the very first time, Sean. Where we're going to actually schedule four shows. Um, you're going to hear Glenn Sanford. You're going to hear um, uh, Joe Rand. You're going to hear yeah, Katie Clancy out of uh, up, up North. So I picked four shows from the final this past year. Dude, and also David Marine because i had a blast talking sports with him so that's why i chose david so very good yeah you guys are showing up for the next month so I'm good gonna... selection
0: for, yeah. for for great leaders in our industry so right exactly uh, and then when you fun. come back you're getting ready to you'll you'll turn right around and go to vegas right
1: exactly i'll be back in vegas uh shay you're gonna be in vegas um uh, let's see you're gonna be in vegas the last week of july
3: i'm not sure. 22nd through the
1: 26th
3: i may be able to make that happen let's talk off of here all right good <laughs> <laughs> shame on awesome hey He's
1: for got, you
2: for <laughs> you about what 17 17 is your number corner okay. street wait
1: me. wait that's a that's a todd bomb <laughs> all right fine I will, I'll I'll, uh, I'll work on the sun
2: that's, that's a Todd losing his allowance for the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about what's what's your what's your week like, Sean Carpenter? So building I have problems, solving, I mean, uh, building relationships, solving problems, and having fun. I will be doing that
0: actually. Uh, I have a um, uh, the next two weeks. I you know I, I had my last big trip down to Arkansas last week, and um, uh, this week I'm just heading over to Springfield, Ohio, which is about 45 mm-hmm. minutes west of of. Uh, Columbus working with city title over there, Bill, doing a CE class for them nice. uh, and doing a three hour CE class. And then, and then just kind of uh, a lot of appointments. Uh, and then Ryan and I are head, as I said, uh, off air, Ryan and I are heading out to Starkville, Mississippi. He's, he's interested in Mississippi state as a possible mm. college. So we're going to go down and check out the Bulldogs and, uh, and, and get some little Dewey's barbecue. Uh, and then on the way back, we'll stop at Eastern Kentucky another another program that offers, or another school that offers the program he's looking for. And really it's just a a lot of, um, Bill trying to trying to get some business over the next, uh, next month or so. So, uh, good, good at home week to, to, to do the things it takes to be successful. So, um, looking forward to it guys. It's been a great, uh, great happy hour conversation here for the stare down this week. Uh, Shay, have a good week. Todd have a good week. Bill have a good week. And to all of our listeners, thanks for listening to the stare down.